Hey, do you love the podcast and want to hear more? Do you sometimes wish it was more than once a week? Well, guess what? I actually record every three to four days for the High Vibe Book Club. I have a question for you. How many hours a day do you spend mindlessly scrolling on your phone or mindlessly watching Netflix? When was the last time you read a book that changed a crappy habit that you have or a limiting belief keeping you stuck? That is where I come in. Think of me as your personal trainer for self-development books. Anyone can buy a self-development book and leave it sitting on their shelf for months collecting dust while you stay stuck with the same crap holding you back. In the High Vibe Book Club, we choose incredible and diverse books for each month as I coach you through each chapter and exercise. I keep it real, I keep it no fluff, and I keep it entertaining, bringing you into an amazing community of High Vibe people that will hold you accountable. You need to make a choice. Do you want to stay the same or do you want to evolve into your true, authentic, high vibe self? Someone who doesn't give a crap about what other people think about them. Someone who knows they are worthy and deserving of anything they want out of life. What are you waiting for? Reading one chapter every couple of days leads you to 12 books a year. Imagine how much knowledge you will have. Get ready to get through the crap holding you back in your finances, love life, family and friends, and most importantly, your mindset. Change your mindset, change your life. Once you become a member, you have full access to the High Vibe Archive so you can sign up anytime and do any book that you would like at your own pace. I recommend you buy the book, you follow the calendar pacing guide, and listen as I summarize each chapter, go through the exercises with you, and share my strategies, experiences, and ideas. Or you can read along in real time with the group. We choose one book a month and start on the first. Simply sign up wherever you see the link. I have it in my Instagram bio, YouTube description, or in the show notes of this podcast episode. There is also a private community in the membership portal, so you're never alone in this journey. And lifelong friendships will be made. Join today and your future self will thank you. Imagine where you will be in three months, six months, or even a year from now. Your best high vibe authentic self is waiting for you. Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast. I'm your host, Bree, and this is your weekly no-fluff self-development podcast for teachers. The High Vibe Teaching Podcast is the self-development you need to instantly improve your life and get through the crap holding you back. Becoming High Vibe has changed my life, and I know it can change yours too. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to this week's podcast episode. I am so happy you are joining me wherever you are at. And if you're here for the first time, welcome on this podcast. We talk all things self-development, mindset, and just simple lifestyle changes that you can start thinking about and start incorporating in your everyday life to help you get through the crap holding you back, mostly through mindset. It all starts with your mindset. And honestly, I'm really, really happy you're here. Just you clicking play today shows a lot. It shows that you are 
ready to evolve, get through the crap holding you back and changing those limiting beliefs and honestly facing your fear. Because when you do something new for the first time, you are expanding yourself and you are creating a new sense of normal per se. And today in this week's podcast episode, we're going to be talking about chapter six of the holistic psychologist. And actually this is going to be, oh, I'm so sorry. It's chapter five. It's the mind body healing practices. And this is a really fun chapter because this is something, these things that I'm going to talk about with you today. These are things that if you start incorporating tomorrow, you will see a benefit in your life forevermore. Quick disclaimer, I'm filming this on football Sunday. It's September 26th and tonight the 49ers are playing and that is my husband's favorite team. So he goes a little cray cray. I don't know if you know anyone that literally goes cray cray while watching football, but that is my husband. Well, watching any sport, he goes cray cray. So I'm listening and watching uh, with him in spirit. Actually, I'm kind of wishing I was watching it with him right now, but my day was just kind of packed full of stuff to do. Tomorrow I am starting my position. Finally, I am finally starting my brand new position as the social emotional um, teacher for kindergarten through second grade. You know what? I'm sorry. One second. My dog is whining. Do you hear it? Anyways, as I was saying, I am starting my position tomorrow. Finally, I got my contract. I signed it. I'm going to be getting paid now. I'm so happy and excited. Um, I haven't worked since June. So yeah, I had summer break, but man, (laughs) it took two months to get my um, credential transferred over to Nevada. Took a while, but I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to start tomorrow. Um, I'm filming this at 6 o'clock p.m. I'm hoping to get this done because I want to start practicing my night routine. And in this week's podcast, we're going to be talking about the importance of night routine. Um, And I want to practice what I preach because that is how you change your life. You actually do the actions to help change your life. Now, going on with the weekly news, um, I'm taking a little bit of a break from YouTube. And... That is because I am one. I am in a really intensive self-development program right now. I love self-development. I invest in myself so much. Like I've invested thousands and thousands of dollars in myself. (laughs) I know that's crazy, but it's worth it to me, obviously, because I mean, self-development literally took me from playing small to playing big. And that's something that I could never get through anywhere else other than self-development programs. So I'm in a self-development program and we're about to be doing some healing work in about three weeks. So I still have some time, but, um, I am just realizing since, you know, I moved to Nevada, I have this podcast. I just launched the high vibe book club. If you guys have not joined yet, you can join whenever your heart desires, whenever you feel ready. But I will say you have at least 20 minutes a day to read a couple pages of a book, a couple pages of a book that will transform your life. I see or feel that a lot of, you know, teachers, if you are a teacher or you're someone who is busy, a mom, a dad, whoever, I feel that you may have this limiting belief of, I don't have time. Well, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. 
And I do think that if you traded out 20 minutes of phone time, 20 minutes of YouTube, 20 minutes of Netflix, and chose to read a book, read a book that is going to change your life, I feel that is a really good exchange. I mean, two years ago, you guys, maybe two and a half years ago at this point, I never read and I was playing so small. I was depressed, anxious, all of it. Um, If you're interested in listening to my story, the last episode of the podcast, I go pretty deep and I cry a little bit, which is interesting, but um, you can hear more about my why in that last podcast episode. But I do encourage you, if you are having an inkling or a spark of wanting to do something, um, like a challenge, you want to change your life, you want to have accountability, you can join the High Vibe Book Club and community. The information will be linked down below. Um, it's only $11 a month. And you are supporting me in creating the programs. You are supporting the software that I use to create the programs. And you, I, I say this and I haven't really talked about this a lot, but investing in yourself is like the only really the biggest investment that you could do. If you don't have yourself, you have nothing. So $11 a month, invest in yourself, change your life. And I do not think you will regret the $11. I mean, how much is Netflix a month? I don't even know. I want to cancel my subscription. I never watch it ever. Um, but just think about it. What do you spend 11 months on that actually changes the way your brain, um, thinks your consciousness, your subconscious, your beliefs, just a little food, food for thought for you. But, um, what was I saying? Oh yes. So for YouTube, I'm taking a little bit of a break because I'm reevaluating what I want YouTube to be and what I want it to, how I want it to impact everyone. Because I've been posting once a week since January 1st. Like I have been posting every single week and it's not really filling me with that much joy at this point. And I want to change it in a way that I will post whenever I can post. And it's going to hold so much more value than a weekly vlog would because I'm finding myself just filming to film when instead I want to film to create value for you all and to show you how to do something. My favorite videos that I've made are the ones where I did my habit loop, um, discussing and describing and showing what a habit loop is, how it works, um, how I teach my writing, how I teach, um, uh, supporting details and main idea. Like I love showing you how to teach videos And I'm gonna, I I have some pretty good ideas of what I want to do, but I want it to be free flow. I don't want to feel restricted. I'm really working on my free goddess flow, as I like to say. My podcast is so much easier for me to fit into my life because I love talking. I love communicating. I love talking. And I just talk into a microphone and it's edited as is. If I mess up, I just delete it. It's so much easier than with a camera. So this is definitely where I'm going to put, um, my energy for right now, um, because it just fits so much nicely and my book club. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to start. We are starting October 1st. If you're listening to this on Monday, you have plenty of time to join. We're doing the miracle morning, grab the book. It's on Amazon, probably at your local bookstore. It's going to change your life. If your morning routine is rushed, you wake up, uncharged, you wake up tired, you wake up like you don't want to get out of bed. This book is going to change your life. 
I love this book. I can't wait to start. I myself will be waking up every morning at 5 a.m. for the month of October, even on the weekends, even on the weekends where I'm going to be visiting um, my hometown, 5 a.m. Yeah, it's going to be crazy, but I'm doing it. So let's get into this podcast episode. Also, a little bit more changes going on. So the past couple months, I would say, we have been working on How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicola, Dr. Nicola Perra. And I've been loving this series on my YouTube or on my podcast. And I think a lot of you guys have been too. However, we're on chapter five and it's called Mind Body Healing Practices. And again, I'm reevaluating how I want my podcast to run. Um, my book club membership, like that is my main priority because the people who join are really invested in, you know, changing habits and changing their lives. So I want to show up 100% for them. And of course I'm showing up 100% for you all as well, but I'm changing things up because I want things to flow more smoothly in my life. I have YouTube podcast book club, um, in my own life and a family. So I'm trying to find a way to manage all of them. And I'm just looking at my podcast as this podcast that you're listening to. I'm going to be doing it a little differently as in we're reading the Miracle Morning in October. So next week I've already would be doing the book club for like two days or something like that. So I want to structure my podcast on the books I'm reading or random things that happen in my life that I want to reflect on instead of just focusing on how to do the work, um, the book, because this is stuff that we could do in the book club. I would absolutely love to read this in the book club. So if you are interested in joining the book club, we will be voting on new books to read in 2022 for the first three months of 2021 or the last three months of 2021. We're going to be reading Miracle Morning and then November is going to be the magic. That book's freaking magical. You guys, I really hope you join that one. Um, I'm telling you, it's so fun, so magical. And then in December, we're going to be doing Atomic Habits to set us up for the new year. I've never read Atomic Habits, but I'm really excited to read it. But for 2022, it's wide open. Um, If you want to read how to do the work and read it yourself and dive in and do the journal prompts and really start healing to do the work, to do the work to heal, then join the book club. We're going to be voting on it. Um, so this is going to be the last episode where we focus on how to do the work. I guess I gave you guys a little bit of a taste and I think a lot of you guys liked it. It was tasty to you, but now we're, I'm going to be, um, pivoting a little bit to keep it fresh and alive. And I want to be reading books and discussing the books with my book club. So if you loved it, join the book club, you'll get a lot more of me and I'm kind of not kind of. I know in the book club, I'm going to be very blunt, no fluff. You listened to it in the beginning of this episode. Like I'm just going to give it to you. I'm it's funny because I feel fiery, but I only feel fiery to my husband and myself. I don't think other people perceive me as fiery. I don't know. I think I'm fiery and my form of love is a little bit of fiery, tough love. And I like to talk the way I like to talk. And that is how I'm going to be presented or that's how I'm going to present myself in the book club. It's going to be freaking fun. It's going to be awesome. Um, see, sometimes on this podcast, I feel like I can't cuss sometimes because I don't know, like 
if you guys would be mad if I cuss, but sometimes cuss words come out of me. It just happens. Like, whatever. Um, so if you guys want to maybe get a little bit closer into my energy and closer into knowing me a little bit more, then you would absolutely love the book club as well. Okay. I'm really just going to be talking about it a lot more in the beginning of the months because we're starting a new book every single month. So let's dive in to this last chapter, this last rendezvous of How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole LaPera. And this chapter I thought was so perfect to end the series on because this is giving you um, like ideas on how we can integrate our mind, body, and soul into our everyday lives to help heal our nervous system, right? So let me go to my notes. La 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 la. All right, here's my notes. And let's review on what we've learned in previous episodes and previous, um, yeah, previous podcast episodes, previous chapters. So like we've learned, if our bodies are accustomed to living in a life full of stress, like for some people, stress is normal to them. I think that was my case growing up. My family was just very like stressful. (laughs) Even my husband tells me like, I freak out over nothing sometimes. And that's just how it was raised. Like mom and dad love you, but you guys kind of stressed out a lot and that's okay because we learn and we do better. But if our bodies are accustomed to living in a stressful environment Our bodies are also able to learn healthy roots of recovery. We can transition. Um, Review time. Our genes are not fixed because of epigenetics. Epigenetics means that our certain genes in our body, it turns on when they're stressed and turns off when they're not stressed. So that means we have choices in our everyday life to make sure we're not stressed so we're not inflamed with these certain genes that do not serve us. Also, our brains can learn new pathways. Thank you, neuroplasticity. I am thinking about doing a whole podcast episode on this because holy crap, you guys, this is unreal. Brain neuroplasticity, that means our brains are so moldable. Even after our subconscious has developed, remember our subconscious um, develops between the ages zero and seven, you can still remold and rewire your brain. I am in the process of doing this very soon in my self-development program. I'm going through this 20-week program, you guys. It's intense, but I'm doing it because I know it's going to change my life. Duh. I'm changing the way my brain thinks. I'm changing my subconscious and I'm rewiring my brain, of course, but I also want to create something like this for you all down the road eventually. I know I'm going to create something like this down the road. Don't know when. I'm excited to do it, but I'm going deep into this neurotrans, sorry, what the heck, neuroplasticity, deep. Um, I'm doing hypnosis, if that's a word. I'm recreating my subconscious mind and I can't freaking wait to share it with you guys at the end of the program. I will let you know. Continuing on, we can also become aware of the thoughts that we create to change our lives. Thank you, conscious mind. And that is my number one favorite topic is being consciously aware of the thoughts that we think. Oh my gosh, you guys, I am becoming aware. Well, one, because I'm in this program and two, because I preach this information, but I am realizing my ego on such a different level now. 
Um, it's funny because even when I'm out in public, I'll see something and then I'll think something and I'm like, Ooh, that is not serving me. That is interesting. Like you become such an observer of your thoughts because you are not your thoughts. Your thoughts are something separate. You are a soul, your soul, and then you have a body and then you have a mind. They are three different things. Anyways, continuing on, also our nervous system affects all of the other systems in our body. So that goes with the polyvagal theory, polyvagal, polyvagal, I believe, theory. Um, Again, previous podcast episodes go into these things in depth. So check them out. They will be very beneficial to you, especially listening to this one. So our dedication to our well-being, our mind, body, and soul requires daily committed effort. No matter how broken, tired, out of control you feel, change is possible. And this is why I created the book club. The book club is a, are small, tiny changes every day that will equal to quantum leaps in your life, in your reality. Um, we do a 30-day challenge with each and every book. It changes your life. I can't wait to hear about the results everyone's going to be listening and feeling with or living in. I can't freaking wait. I can't wait to see the changes in my life. Anyway, continuing on. So when we heal ourselves, okay, we want to be in a place of homeostasis. We want to feel safe because when we're safe, we can enjoy life. We can enjoy being in the present. And we work on the top down, bottom up. This is what the author says, top down, bottom up on the way of healing. So she states that healing starts with learning how to tap into the needs of our body and connecting with our intuitive self. You guys, I am in the process of listening to my intuitive self. And I don't know, can you sound or can you hear how freaking happy I am? Can you feel how high vibe I feel? Can you feel it? Because I can, and hopefully you can hear it, feel it, all of it. And I'm truly connecting with my intuitive voice or my intuitive self. Um, and it's a really, really fun journey. And it starts by witnessing and being aware. What does my body need? How is my body reacting? So first think of how is my body reacting in this moment? And what does my body need right now? Ask and listen. Current science is researching and using the vagal tone stimulators. Um, they're researching with vagal tone stimulators. So that means that they're implanting um, a device that sends electrical impulses directly to the vagus nerve. Remember, our vagus nerve compl- uh, connects our stomach to our brain, everywhere else in our body. And It is to treat an array of illnesses like epilepsy and depression, anxiety, etc. I mean, isn't that absolutely amazing? Implanting a device to send signal, like electricity signal frequencies to help heal depression because our vagal tone is connected to everything. Our vagal tone is connected to our mind, body, and soul. And that's the key to living in the present, to living a happy and fulfilled life. So again, just a little review, the vagus nerve is the communication pathway that carries info from our body to our brain back to our body. All right. So when we strengthen our vagin tone, vagin, when we strengthen our vagal tone, doing things mentioned in this podcast episode, 
stress decreases, and we build tolerance and learn how to live with discomfort. Learning how to recover quickly from discomfort and hardship. This is my favorite mantra right now. And especially maybe you are someone who is thinking about starting a YouTube channel, or maybe you're someone who's thinking about starting a podcast, or you want to start a business and Okay, first of all, starting a business is, quote, scary because it's new. But this is my favorite mantra. Or even applying to a new job or putting yourself out there, looking for new friends. Anything in life that is new is going to be, quote, scary because our ego deems it to be. Now, this is the cool thing. This is my favorite mantra. Like, a mantra is something you tell yourself. Be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um... You guys, I'm starting a brand new job two months late. Like, I don't even know anyone at my school. I barely know my admin, but I'm going into it. It's funny because I was thinking earlier today, I'm like, oh crap, I'm starting my job tomorrow. And there was a sense of me feeling stressed and scared, but then I switched it. I turned it. I don't want to subscribe to that. I want to subscribe to the mantra of, Be comfortable feeling uncomfortable because it means you're growing, you're evolving. Same with joining the book club and doing the 30-day challenge and communicating in the um, community group. It's going to be uncomfortable at first, but that means you're evolving. Life happens outside your comfort zone. And when you are in safe homeostasis, your your, um, body and mind and soul are connected, you feel safe at peace, That is when, that is where life happens outside your comfort zone. And how beautiful is it that we could be comfortable outside our comfort zone knowing this stuff, knowing that when we feel like, I don't know, like when we feel scared or nervous in social gatherings or social situations or starting a podcast, starting a YouTube channel, we're actually expanding ourselves. And that's the point of life. Like life is supposed to be lived in on the outside of our comfort zones. And when you start to heal your vagus nerve, you will experience being uncomfortable and experiencing pushback because it's new. One, because of the ego, and two, practice these practices in a safe place, okay? So we're gonna be talking about a couple things like this, and it's best to just, if you do meditation, I'm not talking about meditation in this podcast episode, but meditation was the first thing that I did that changed my life. Um, and I practice in my room. I meditate pretty much every day, especially when I feel like I should. I meditate every day in my office. I created a really cute space, I must say, in my office for that reason. So just keep that in mind. So the first thing we're going to talk about in healing yourself that can start tomorrow, can start tonight, is healing your gut. I'm just going to give you a little context here. I have been on a healthy eating journey. This was actually the first thing I did that changed my life, and I really didn't even know I was doing it. But maybe 10 years ago, I think it was. No, it was eight years ago, maybe seven years ago. I decided to research food and understand what I was eating, what it was giving me um, in a nutrient um, standpoint. And I will say I'm a very, very, very healthy eater. If you watch my two latest vlogs, um, I show you a couple recipes. I drink a ginger shot every single morning that I make from scratch, but it's like the choices. I choose to make fresh dinner every night and it doesn't take that much of my time. And I choose to eat fresh vegetables every single night. 
with every meal, I eat greens and vegetables and I don't eat gluten. I don't eat rice. I, uh, it's just a choice because I've researched this a lot. And I'm just saying maybe in the book, in the book club, we will read a book on how to heal our guts, but, um, I follow a whatever. Okay. I'm kind of getting off the rails here, but I am very, very picky with what I eat because I am telling you, if you eat clean for a good period of time, you will feel the difference in your body. I don't drink soda. I don't eat cereal. I was at the grocery store today and I was walking down the cereal aisle and I'm like, that is so funny. I I never eat cereal. I don't even remember the last time I ate cereal. I don't eat dairy either. And I live a really happy life. Like I love the food that I eat. I feel so good eating it. And I am going to do a YouTube series of healthy teacher lunch ideas because something that drives me freaking crazy is teachers that don't freaking eat lunch. Are you kidding me? Or a healthy breakfast. Like what is your body supposed to be running on? Like your body needs fats, proteins, and carbs to run effectively in water. Like, are you even digesting that? Is that even in your diet? It's so sad to me. And you know, I used to be like this. I used to think healthy eating was lean cuisines in the frozen section. That's where I started. I actually started with lean cuisines in the frozen section, but now I'm like, that's freaking gross. Like, why would I want to eat that when I could just make a fresh salad? Like, anyways, I'm going to get off my rant train now, but food is literally our body's fuel. And I am someone, me and my husband talk about this. Um, we invest in our food. So I only buy grass fed pasture free meat and eggs. Um, I only buy organic if it's available only on certain things like bananas. I don't buy organic cause you're not eating the, um, the outside of the banana, banana, you're eating the inside. Same with avocados, but with berries, hell yeah. I freaking eat organic, like in with the fish and the tuna. You know what? I made tur- tuna patties last week and I bought the lowest mercury grade, but they're like $4 a can. And, but that's, what me and my husband want to invest our money in. Like our food is our fuel and we keep it very, very clean. Um, so we're going to talk about healing the gut. So we make food choices off what we feel or out of necessity habit or obligation. Okay. Sometimes we're feeling bored. So we eat a snack. Okay. What snack are we eating? Chips. All right. Like, are we eating to eat or are we eating or are we eating because we're hungry or are we eating because we're bored or feeling a void? Um, and babies know when they are hungry or full. So they cry when they're hungry and when they're full, they turn away. As we get older, it is modeled to us. We are conditioned, remember, zero to seven for other reasons to eat and drink. So maybe maybe you're in a social gathering. I mean, I'll just speak on self-experience. Maybe I would be in a social gathering and I'm like, crap, I kind of feel awkward right now because why I'm all in my head. So I'm just going to eat a crap ton of snacks um, instead of like talking to people or something. That's an example of that. But stress experienced in childhood can make it harder for our bodies to rest and digest properly. So we have 500 million neurons in our gut which talks to our brain directly through our gut-brain access. And this most studied examples of mind-body connection. This is what links our mind and body connection. 
our brain is called the second or our gut is called the second brain for a reason. So our gut also has an extensive network of nerve cells along with the gut wall. This is very complex and as researchers call this the second brain. Similar to the nerves in our brains, these nerves in the stomach are constantly communicating with various regions in the body, which signal hormones and send chemical messages throughout the body. Our emotional state can make our stomach feel sick. 90% of serotonin, the happy hormone, is made in our gut. Holy shit! If you're eating bullshit, if you're eating crap that you can easily buy, like fast food, you guys, I can go on and on. I am passionate. I might even do a podcast episode, but I don't know how everyone's going to take it. But, you know, why is, uh, you know, I might save it. I might save it. But the other day, hey, I'm not saying I don't eat fast food sometimes. I choose to, but I know what it's going to do to my body, though. The last week, me and my husband walked to the McDonald's down the street because I just wanted an ice cream cone because why not? Just wanted it. I was standing in line and I was watching the McDonald's workers just like, you know, take burger patties out of a bag and put in a like a on a skillet or whatever on the stove. I'm like, what is in that burger patty? Or even McDonald's French fries. Like, what? Have you read the ingredients on that? It, it's crazy. Doesn't mean I still don't eat them time to time. I'm just saying, you know, be aware of what you eat and how it's affecting your body. So we now know our brain is only a small part of a larger interconnected network. I would love to do a book in the book club talking about full um, eating or like whole eating. That's what I do. I focus on whole ingredients. That's the basis of the food I buy. Is it a whole ingredient? The only thing I buy packaged, I will say, are the kind bars because I like the ingredients on them. But the good news is that there are so many newer options available now um, for healthier alternatives to chips, healthier alternatives to cereal even. And don't even get me freaking started on the amount of sugar in everything. Are you freaking kidding me? You guys, I made a resource for my students last year. And we talked about sugar. We talked about the dangers of pumpkin spice lattes. Do you know how how much sugar is in there? Nobody needs to be ingesting that much sugar. Even a can of Coke. A can of Coke holds more sugar than you need in a day. What the hell? (laughs) What? Anywho, I can go on and on. I'll probably do a podcast episode on that. But I will, I would love to pick a book in the book club, focusing on eating habits and, you know, focusing on food that is good for us um, and doing like a 30 day challenge with that as well. And of course, drinking water is so important. Um, But yeah, let's move on to the next healthy thing um, that we can do, a healthy habit, healthy mind, body healing practices that we can work on. And the next one is sleep. Yes, sleep. So most of us don't get enough sleep. And I think we all know this. I don't. Or do I? I don't know. It's weird because I haven't been working. And I'm the type of person, if I'm not working, I kind of feel lost in life. I'm an Enneagram 3 for all of you who care about that. Um, I just love working. And I just felt so lost without working. So my sleeping was kind of weird. I would wake up tired when I really didn't need to because I wasn't feeling fulfilled in my life. But anyways, When we sleep, our body repairs itself. Every system in our body benefits from sleep. 
I would, again, absolutely love to do a book in the book club focusing on sleep, learning about sleep, how to create better sleep, and mindset shifts about sleep. In the Miracle Morning, I'm just going to bring it up because I've read Miracle Morning before, it talks about setting an intention before you go to bed saying, I'm going to be well rested when I wake up. Just setting that intention right before you fall asleep literally will set you up for progress in the morning. That's why Miracle Morning is no joke. It's freaking bomb. It's a bomb book. Join the book club. So we'll just discuss um, a couple ways to ensure that you're getting enough sleep. So first is assess how much sleep you actually need and keep tabs on your sleep behavior. So for me, I'm just going to be honest here, okay? I'm going to be honest. Why not? Um, Maybe I go to bed and I sit on my phone for an hour. I watch YouTube. Then I pop a little melatonin. I take a half a tablet of a melatonin. I think it's three grams or something like that. And then I fall asleep. Okay. In the ideal world, I would love to be in bed at nine o'clock, eyes closed. Okay. That is something I'm going to be focusing on with the miracle morning. But just be aware of the habits. Be aware of what are you thinking about before you fall asleep. Me personally, I think about things I want to achieve, like my goals, how I'm going to get there. What is it going to look like? That's just what I do. But I learned that through self-development books to do that. Next is maintain a constant bedtime routine and start three hours before your head hits the pillow. That's something that I'm going to be working on during the month of October, especially since I'm doing the miracle morning. I want to be in bed at nine o'clock every night. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. The next healing exercise that we can do to heal our mind and body is breath work. Oh my gosh, you guys, in my self-development course that I'm taking, um, we're going to be doing a couple breath work sessions. I have my first one. Let me see when it is. It's in October. Um, I have my first breath work session on October 13th. And I am so excited because breath work is so good for your body. I will do a, a separate podcast episode on breath work, but you can literally release energy, release built up trauma, built up energy within your body. Literally any kind of crap that's in your mind from the day, you can literally breath work it out. It's energy. Breath is energy. We are energy. We can push it out of ourselves. Um, it can decrease your heart rate and calm your mind. And guess what? Breathing and breath work is completely free. Um, in my classroom, we're focusing on social emotional learning. We are going to be doing breath work exercises every single day. I'm building it into my calendar. And you best believe when I go back into the general ed classroom, because more than likely I'm going to, because I'm not going to go back to school for a special ed credential. Sorry, I'm done with school. Um, I say that now, who knows, but I'm going to be incorporating breath work in the gen ed classroom as well. It is so beneficial and it's free. It reduces anxiety. Have you guys ever heard of someone saying, oh, you're feeling stressed, like breathe with your breaths or count with your breaths to slow down your anxiety? Dude, breath is free. Breathing is free and we all do it. And it literally slows down our nervous system to become less stressed. So I'm going to read you a statistic from the book. It's on page 98 if you're curious. And it says, James Nestor, the author of Breath, the New Science of 
The New Science of a Lost Art, a two-decade-long research study of 5,200 people showed that the greatest indicator of lifespan wasn't genetics, diet, or the amount of daily exercise, as many have suspected. It was lung capacity. Larger lungs equaled larger lives. Because big lungs allow us to get more air in, in with fewer breaths. Shallow breathing, such as mouth breathing, can create a worsen, worse, worsen, oh my gosh, can create or worsen a variety of illnesses from hypertension to attention deficit disorder. It strips our body of essential nutrients and weakens our structural structure, our skeletal structure. Um, I'm just going to be a little like, I guess, petty right here. Nothing drives me more crazy than heavy mouth breathing. Oh, I'm sorry. That drives me absolutely up the wall, up the wall. Anyways, moving on. The next healing exercise to heal our mind, body, and soul is healing with movement. Oh my gosh, I love this one. Healing with movement. So I'm going to read you a little bit on page 100 of the book. Exercise that challenges your mind and body reduce your risk of developing cardiovascular cardiovascular disease and dementia and may even slow the aging process. Physical exercise deepens sleep and improves mood by releasing neurochemicals in the brain, including dopamine, serotonin, and neurofinfinrin, really, which all make you feel happier and less stressed. Sorry, guys, I butchered that word. Neurofinirin. Yeah, sorry, in advanced. Um, but I, I like like everything else, like with sleep and eating, we all know the benefits of it. But do we do it? Do we exercise? I have made it a habit now. Not even like a habit because I have to, but a habit because I like it. I work out four times a week now. I work out Monday through Thursday, but I'm going to be working out Monday through Friday. Part of my 5 a.m. workout or morning routine. Sorry if you heard that yelling. I guess the 49ers scored. But my husband is such a huge advocate of exercise. I've never seen anyone exercise the way he does. Who the heck likes to do CrossFit? He does. I do like Pilates. That's what I like to do in the morning. I love stretching. I'll do a little bit of hit here and there, but I wake up knowing that my body needs the movement. Your body is not meant to just be sitting at a desk hunched. That's why distance learning freaking sucked the life out of my soul. My soul was not fulfilled. Okay. He's playing music. I don't even know what's happening. Hopefully you guys can't hear it or it's too loud. I feel like he's like hyping himself up. What the heck is happening? Anyways, um, and you guys, movement, this is really fun. Movement includes dancing. Have you guys ever danced to yourself by yourself? Have you? I told you in a previous podcast episode, I took a self-development course. You guys, I take them all the time. Seriously, I'm on my fourth one of the year. Yeah, it's an addiction, but not really, but kind of. Anyways, in a self-development, self-development um, course I took, the instructor of the course told us to dance naked. And that sounds, it might sound crazy to someone who's like never done it or doesn't know the benefits of doing it, but it's fun. I like, come on. If you're thinking that sounds weird, check it. Check why does that sound weird? Is it weird because it's new? Because that's your ego talking to you. Um, but it, 
it encourages you to love yourself, love your body. And it actually encourages like, what is it? Um, goddess flow. I say goddess flow, but it's the more feminine energy that we both need. We, we, we need feminine and masculine energy in our lives and the movement and dancing like that, even like moving your hips or, I mean, movement and exercising has been around for thousands and thousands of years. Like, just think about it. We need it now more than ever since we're sitting at our desks and especially if we're working at home. Let's move on. Oh, and let's talk a little bit about yoga. So yoga engages both the mind and body and increases your vagus nerve. It um, makes it stronger, more calm. And going on with yoga, um, we're going to be doing yoga exercises in my classroom this year. I got all this idea from a book, by the way. Um, and I know it's beneficial to my students who are struggling with anger and self-regulation. So yoga is going to connect their mind and body and soul together in the classroom. And we're going to be doing it every single day as well. Um, we're going to be scheduling it into our days or schedule. And more than likely, when I go back into the gen ed class, we're going to be doing it again as well. So let's go into the last mind-body healing practice, and that is healing with play. This one's really fun. So we have forgotten doing something just for the mere fact of doing it. When we were kids, we did things for the mere fact of wanting to do it. Like, for example, um, next weekend, I'm going to be making pumpkin uh, pancake muffins with dark chocolate chips and walnuts. For the mere fact of wanting to do it, not because I have to, but because I want to. And I can go on and on, but the reason why I want to is because my cup is full. I'm loving my life. I'm feeling high vibe. So I have more energy to give to my family and friends around me. I have more energy to love and I'm really happy with where I'm at. And playing is so fun. You guys, I don't know if you have animals and I'm sure if you have kids, you do this all the time, I hope. But with my dogs, I literally go on the floor and play with them. Literally, <laughs> it's so fun. Just because we're adults does not mean we don't like to play like kids. So on page 102 of the book, it says when we when our play is social, we can challenge our neuroception, the part of our nervous system that scans the environment for signs of danger. And we learn how to switch off those fight or flight responses and return to our safe baseline instead of remaining chronically activated, helping decrease chronic sickness. So remember when in the previous um, pages or previous chapters of the podcast that we went through, when you're your vagus nerve, if it's not strengthened, you're pretty much perceiving social gatherings and outside the outside world as being dangerous. You look at it differently. You hear people's faces or voices differently. Um, but when you're in a safe place, you're more calm. You can enjoy the present moment and you can play. You know something I want to do because it came to me and I would love to do this down the line and I'm going to talk about it so it could happen. I would love to do... I would love to do this with my friends. I would love to do this with you all. If this is a thing and it could be absolutely, I would love to do a retreat somewhere and I would have whoever wants to come, come in the retreat. And I would love to do improv. I would love to do improv. If you've ever watched the office when he did improv, I think Michael Scott did. I would love to freaking do that just to act and play. That is a dream of mine. Have you guys ever sang karaoke? 
That is so freaking fun. And speaking of karaoke, singing. Singing goes in with the play. Healing with play. Singing. Um, Let me read something from the book. It's page 103. It says, as you remember, the vagus nerve connects to many muscles in the face and throat, including the larynx and vocal cords. When we are in a place of safety and security, our voices sound different and we hear a wider range of tones, especially in human voices. We can help create the sense of calmness via the muscles in our mouth and neck when we sing. The science journalist Seth, Seth Porges also suggests that we listen to mid-frequency music to open up our middle ear muscles. Um, one of the most effective places to look for mid-frequency music, Disney music soundtracks. So yes, put on that Lion King opening and belt it out on your heart's content. And I'm going to sprinkle this in a little bit. I want you guys to think about a little something that you may need to heal when it comes to singing, because me and my husband talked about it. Sorry, Jakey, babe. I'm going to bring it up a little bit, but I'm about to endure on some shadow work in my life. And I'm really excited because I'm ready to clear this crap. Literally, I'm ready to shed it and clear it out. And in this, I was talking to my husband about what shadow work is because he has no idea what the hell I talk about most of the time. So I educate him on it. (laughs) And he, I was like, you know, what's something that you did as a kid that you kind of like got made fun of for doing, or someone said, can you stop? It's annoying or something like that. And he's like singing, I used to sing and my siblings used to tell me I was bad at it and it was annoying or whatever. And he stopped. And I said, oh, like that is a perfect example of, you know, play and singing and healing your shadow or like doing shadow work to heal yourself, to be comfortable enough to sing again. Because there's obvious benefits to singing. I mean, think of the little kids in our classrooms and in our lives if you're not a teacher, They sing. They love to sing. It's so cute and it's so good for you. So I encourage you, a little action for you, or what is it? Call to action, as I call it in the book club. A little call to action for you is why don't you sing in the shower? Sing a little bit in the shower, sing a little bit in the car. When you're driving to work, put on your favorite song and freaking sing. I did that the other day. I was home alone in the apartment. I picked up my dog like a baby danced around the apartment and sang a little song. And it was so nice. It was actually a really good day. And yeah, you guys, um, that's it. That is ending the podcast. That is ending our little, uh, what is it? Tour of how to do the work. Again, if you are interested, join the book club club. We can finish the book off. We can do the whole book again in the book club, but I do encourage you change something up in your life. You're, you are not comfortable with singing, sing. You're not comfortable with dancing in front of the mirror, looking at yourself straight in the face in the mirror. Do it. Get uncomfortable to become comfortable. Expand, evolve, and make shit happen. All right, you guys. I love you all. Thank you so much for tuning in. This was a long podcast episode, but I hope you enjoyed. I'll catch you guys next week. And Again, follow me on Instagram at High Vibe Teaching. Over there, I give a lot more lifestyle, everyday commentary. I will be taking you on my miracle morning um, journey, waking up every day at 5 a.m. And I'm so excited to do this. All right. Remember, becoming High Vibe changed my life, and it will change yours too. Have a fantastic week.